Hey, what's up, folks? What's the deal? How's it going? Huh? It's going good here at the Montgomery House. Montgomery Group offices. Hey, we're in a new office. How about that? I'm in a new office right now. Um, oh, and uh, sorry. As always, I have the lovely Liz to my left. Say hi. Hello. Hello. And we're in our new office, man. I'm, I'm stoked about it. And um, I know for sure that some of you are like, hey, man, I tuned in last week and you weren't there. And I hate you for it. I know you're thinking that, but hey, come on. Hey, I've got kids, I've got a wife, and I have a business to run. Okay? Sometimes I'm up till 2 a.m. working, and then I say, I need to do this podcast. And then I say, nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's really what happened. Because I could have done it the next day or, or Friday or Saturday or whatever, but I figured I'd just keep it on Wednesday. Um, just for, you know, consistency, I guess. I don't know. But I had quite a few people hit me up like, hey, man, what, uh, I didn't subscribe for no reason. You know, two people in particular. Three people, actually. Uh, four people, actually. Um, but hey, you know, this is free. If you're paying me, I do it every Wednesday. For, for, for real. Um, and I want to do it every Wednesday. But if it's 2.30 in the morning... And then I still have to do it. Sometimes I have to say, I'll do one next week. Sorry. But, hey, I will say this. It was a great week for me, at least. Not to boast or brag. Um, great week. Great, 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 great week. Um, and I feel like it's going to allow me to um, be more consistent with the Wednesday thing. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. And so, um, today's topic. Tonight's topic. Right? It's tonight. Um, I want to talk about something that plagues our industry, plagues entrepreneurs, plagues our minds. And the topic is basically get a budget. That's the title of the episode. Get a budget. Okay? Get a budget. What do I mean by that? I'm not talking to you like, hey, get a budget for your, you know, your software and your marketing and all that stuff what i'm talking about is you're meeting with a new person the person's like hey you do something that i might be interested in come talk to me and then you go to his office and he's like yeah let me let me show you around and he shows you around and then he sit down at his desk and you're like all right this is money talk now because that's how it, that's how it works let me show you around here's what we're doing here's our vision here are our goals and then you sit down and you're in front of their desk they're sitting in a chair that's higher than yours and they're looking down on you. <laughs> and you're like, uh-oh, here comes money talk. And they say, um, all right, you know, I want to do this, this, and that. Uh, how much is it going to cost me? And then you say something really, really not smart, like 500 bucks. <laughs> And I'm not making fun of you. I've done it. Man, I've done it. Oh my gosh, I've done it. I've been, I've been put in situations where 
um, I'm in front of a big company, and they're like, hey, we want to do this uh, brochure. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And they're like, how much? And then I go, because <laughs> for one thing, I need 100 bucks, but for two, I wasn't ready for that, right? So hopefully this episode arms you and, and, and um, teaches you to be ready for that kind of stuff, okay? Um, nothing's worse than, like, guessing in the dark. Like, that's basically what, what we're doing, like, guessing in the dark. $100? 500 bucks, maybe? You know? And especially if we don't know the market and we don't know, like, the, how much money the company makes. So we have no clue. We're just guessing in the dark, right? Hey, man, uh, I need a logo. I showed you around my big facility. And, uh, you know, we've had a low quarter. You know, we haven't met our, met our quota this quarter. Uh, but we do need a logo. We think that's going to help. Um, so, little person, uh, where are you going to charge me for a logo? Uh, 40 bucks? <laughs> That's what we do. We get jammed into a corner. And it's not fair. And, and, and the business owner doesn't even think twice about it, okay? Like, don't ever think like they're doing it on purpose to kind of like rule over you. They just don't think it's valuable, you know? And that's our job, to walk them through, okay, you need a logo. What's your brand represent? Like, this is a pro. you know, you go into those questions. This is a process. The logo's bigger than you think it is. The logo actually might bring you money if we can explain it right to them, right? So, um, I'm looking at my notes. Figure out business goals first. Is that what I wrote? Client side. Oh, client side. Yeah, client side. Okay, so <clears throat> before we ask for a budget, okay, we first need to figure out like the business goals we need to dig into the, the, the market that the, the potential client's in. And we need to figure out what they're spending money on, right? Because, okay, they could be, I have a lot of clients who, who spend a lot of money still, guys. Hold on, listen. Side note, listen. Hmm. I have a lot of clients who spend a bunch of money on yellow pages. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. On yellow pages, like I'm talking in the hundreds of thousands of dollars annually to be on the back cover of a yellow pages book. Hmm. Yeah, yellow pages. You know what I do with yellow pages? Liz can tell you. Oh, I no. I rip them in half because <laughs> I learned. <laughs> if you look on YouTube, like there's a skinny dude who'll teach you how to rip phone books in half. So I'm like, yes, yellow pages. And then I'll grab the phone book and I'll rip it in half. And Liz is like, well, come on. But a hundred, over a hundred grand annually on yellow pages? So listen, if you, if you have a client who's spending a hundred grand on yellow pages and you walk in without knowing they're spending that much and you say, I'm going to do a logo for 200 bucks, get away. Go away from me. Forrest Gump it, man. Forrest Gump it. You haven't done your research, or not your research, but you haven't asked the right questions. Okay, walk in. Hey, I need a logo. Okay, cool. Um, 
what's the logo for? What are your goals with this logo? Is it for stationary? Well, no, we're actually doing a big campaign. Okay, what's the campaign for? Well, the campaign is a statewide campaign. We're sending out mailers. Oh, you're sending out mailers. Okay, so, uh, you know, what type of return have you gotten on these mailers? I don't know, but, you know, less, or what would you spend on, you know, like, what's your, what's your campaign budget? Well, the campaign budget's 400 grand. Now ask them to pay you 40 bucks for a logo. <laughs> does that make sense, guys? I think it does. You got to probe. You have to probe. Because believe it or not, you could underquote so severely that somebody will look at you and say, you're nothing. Like, you're not going to give me anything of value. It's like going to a car dealership. Oh, oh guys, we just bought a car. I bought a new car, guys. I bought a new car a couple of days ago. Um, this is clapping. Bought a new car. Bought a Ford Explorer. Okay? No, I bought a Bentley. No, I bought a Ford Explorer. Anyways, um, if I walked on that dealership and I was like, hey, I like this Ford Explorer. And they're like, oh, it's this much. And I'm like, okay, that's ye, yeek, yeesh. It's kind of high, but um, let's work it out. But if they said, hey, we have another car for you. And I was like, show me. And they, they like roll. They said, no, I'm not going to show you, but uh, it's you can buy it for 400 bucks. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll take my chances with the $30,000 car. I don't want that one. Right? Am I right? I'm not saying think of yourself as a, like a very old used car, but think of yourself like, you know, hold yourself to a higher standard and a higher standard so much so that you're going, you're not going to just give somebody a price on a thing you're going to understand why they think they want the thing. So then you can probe more and see, hey, how much do they really have for this campaign? Or this, or like, what are they using it for? You know? Maybe I can make it more meaningful and more valuable for them. You know? All right. Look, my next note is awesome. So the, this past week, I crafted the best sentence I've ever, I've ever structured, ever. Okay? Um... Have a client or a potential client. They're like, hey, send me what you do and send me um, also your pricing for it. And the client is a potentially uh, very high-paying client, so I didn't want to necessarily lowball myself, you know, say this, these are my services, here's the cost. And I also didn't want to seem like all haughty and um, overprice myself, you know. Um, so what I said was, hey, I know you said you wanted uh, – pricing and my rates are high probably higher than most um, however I don't price uh, I don't I don't I don't work on an hourly basis uh, I work within a project scope so until I know the entire project scope I'll be unable to give you a quote oh guys 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 write that down I did write it down Hey, I know you wanted my pricing. Um, however, my rates are higher than or my my rates are high, probably higher than most. Um, so I don't work on an hourly basis. I work within a project scope, so I can't give a quote until I know the entire scope of the project. Oh boy, you talk about leveling up, guys. You talk about bossing up. Say that to somebody. Hey man, can you build me a website? Sure. How much do you charge? Depends. Depends on what? Depends on what you want out of it. I need to know the whole scope. Oh, well, let's sit down and talk about all my business goals. <laughs> then, then you've moved into consultant 
you know, the, the, the consultant area, right? You've, you've moved into, I'll do your website, but also I'm going to handle the strategy. And anybody else who you ever want to touch your website or your logo, anyone, I'm the guy you're going to pay to talk to them for you. Right? All right. So I know, I know. Sometimes you're in a predicament where you have to give a price. Now, I'm telling you, you don't, you can make it so you're never in a predicament where you have to give a price. You could just be like, I don't give prices. But sometimes, sometimes, you're in front of the right person at the right time that writes somebody who you know, like they have a major company and you've just been kind of like hanging out around them and they finally say, what would you charge me for this? And you have to give a price. Here's my advice. You start high. Start high. Let's say you really want 20% um, of somebody's uh, monthly budget on AdWords or something. Oh, no, that's too complicated. Um, say you want 5000 five bucks from them to do whatever they want. I don't know. But, uh, they want you to... Uh, uh, what's something, Liz? Something high price that what? She's not listening. Okay, so... <laughs> No. Quick. Uh-uh. Nope. Um, so somebody, uh, let's say they want you to um, make some landing pages, okay? Design some landing pages for them. Okay. Um, five landing pages. And you're like, okay, um, you know good and well that you would normally charge two or three grand. You're going to say, I, I'm, I charge five grand. And more than likely, if they're a business owner, they're going to say, I'm not paying you that much, no. I know what goes in the landing pages. I've paid other people to do it. I'm just doing it because you've been around and now I feel like I want to pay you because you could do it instead of this third-party vendor that I have, you know? And you can work your way down to what you really want, right? Um, but a very important question in business um, that I've learned is to ask, what would you be comfortable with paying? Okay? And you ask that after you give them a range. Okay, in my experience, for those, for, you know, for five landing pages, it normally ranges, you know, two to $5,000. But honestly, like, what, what would you feel comfortable paying? And if they like and respect you enough, they're going to land somewhere in the middle, which is great because you only wanted to charge two grand in the first place, right? Huh? They land at three grand? Cool. Even if they land at two grand, spot on. Right? I think so. So I didn't realize I had this many notes. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, we can skip outsourcing, I feel like. Um, what's that mean? Low budgets but high referral. Oh, okay, okay. So check this out. So what if, you, what if um, one of these people are like, I really want to work with you. How much do you charge for this? And you're like, um, you know, what's your budget? Mm -hmm. it, it normally ranges between, you know, in my experience, people normally pay 1000 to $2,000. And what if they say, I have 400 bucks? What do you do then? Hmm? Well, I feel like you need to kind of look at the deal at hand. Because I've, I've done pro bono deals in the past. I try to do, pro bono, I, I try to do a couple pro bono deals every year. Um, and honestly, guys, I'm, I might move away from that. Um, I met with a very wealthy guy last week, and he said, yeah, don't do pro bono, <laughs> which was very weird to me. But when I started thinking about everything that went into these pro bono deals, I was like, wow, these guys are like really demanding and want it 
a lot more than I was willing to offer, you know? But what if I would have said a hundred bucks? Give me a hundred dollars for this three thousand dollar product, right? So what if the person says, I have four hundred bucks, I know it's usually a thousand to two thousand, I have four hundred dollars, what can you do? Well, I think you need to um look at the the business, look at what type of referrals you'll maybe get from doing this. Look at the knowledge you'll get from this, uh, from doing the deal. You know, I took on a deal. Um, <laughs> I remember a couple years back, um, I took on a, a, a AdWords deal, and I said, I want this much. And they said, I'm not paying you that much. And I said, okay, how about this much? And they said, no, you're not even close. And I said, well, how much would you be, feel comfortable with paying? And they said, a price. And I said, well, you know what? Because I've never worked in this industry, and because I want to do business with you, I'll do it for that much. Now, is that a win or a loss? Is it a win or a loss? You tell me. Ask me if in two years, if, if, if that number is tripled or quadrupled. I'll tell you. I'll let you know. Right? But it's a market that I hadn't ever touched. So that's not to say I can't make great case studies out of the work I've done for them. It's not to say I can, even to have a peek into their AdWords uh, setup to see what that industry looks like when that much money is being thrown around, right? Anyways, okay, so let's talk about value-based quotes. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, another thing that I'm, uh, I've just learned, actually, value-based quotes. What I mean by value-based quotes is somebody says, you know, how much will you charge and... Uh, let's say you're in a you're in a seven story building of an agency and they've hired you on to do to be their you know to do their their graphic design or something and you come in and you're like man they got that big office downtown you know they got the the basketball court on the fourth floor um, <laughs> you know all the food and the cafeteria is vegan man these guys are killing it right and you can walk in there and you can be like okay um, based on the value that I think, like how valuable I think you're worth, um, or uh, while you're walking, like you're on the elevator, and you're like, they're they're so valuable, they have so much money, I'm gonna charge them like ten times worth, um, ten times more than I usually charge. Okay, so they ask me for some like graphic design work, and they say, what's your hourly? I'm gonna be like eight hundred bucks an hour, because I'm gonna I'm going to the seventh floor, right? But here's the thing, guys. You have to learn businesses, like you have to learn business structure, and you have to learn markets. Because what I've learned is a company can be worth millions of dollars and can't afford $2,000 a month to pay you. You ever think about that? I bet you didn't. I didn't either. You could walk into a million-dollar company and say, I'm $800 an hour, and they could say, screw off. We can't afford you. And you walk off like, what the hell? They have a seven-story building. But the way business works, once you dig in and you'll learn, is they are worth a, you know, a million dollars, and they spend a million dollars. So they can't afford 800 bucks a month. It doesn't make sense. The way I'm saying it doesn't make sense. But for real, that happens. It totally happens. Okay? 
So keep that in mind. You know, next time you're going to meet with the tool supply company in your town, you're like, oh, man, everybody shops here. About to go in there and quote him eight grand a month. And he's like, oh, can you do 80? Because <laughs> they're barely getting by, you know. Research overhead. Research, you know, costs and expenses and and how companies try to spend all their money before the end of the year. Like, oh, that's another thing. If you're trying to sell a deal, the end of the year is the best time to go sell that deal because people are trying to get rid of their money. That's a little uh, little tidbit there. So what I would encourage you to do is don't back down from the ask, okay? Don't ever Don't let somebody say, how much do you charge? And then you not say, what's your budget? Okay. Well, I don't know what my budget is. Okay, well, what were you thinking about paying for this? That's a good question. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I never did this before. Okay, what would you feel comfortable with paying? You know, what price point? Just give me a number. And they say, okay, uh, I don't know, 500 bucks. And you say, okay, well, in my experience, that's not going to get you much. How about 1500 Could you do that? Oh, well, you'd have to talk me into it. Now you're in a conversation. Now you get to explain why you're worth a thousand bucks more than they thought they would be paying. Right? Let's, come on, guys. Think. Sorry, that was mean. But <laughs> think about it, right? Think about it. It's just like us buying cars, man. We go to a car dealership and they're like, this car's worth 18, this car's $18,000. And we could be like, well, can I buy it for 15000 and they might be like, okay. <laughs> like, everything's negotiable, right? But the more educated we make our client, the more money we get made. Just like the car dealership analogy, the more educated we seem to the dealer or to the salesman, the more willing they are to bend, right? Right? Does that make sense, Liz? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's still not listening. No, I'm listening. The more available you are to negotiating. Okay. All right. Well, I put, what if it's low? What if, what if, well, okay, okay. Here, yeah, here's what I was thinking. So what if you said, okay, what, what would you, okay, Mr. Client, what would you feel comfortable spending for this logo? Because you've never done it, like, you don't know how much it costs. I've already told you that so most logos go for, you know, anywhere from 500 bucks to 20,000 bucks, you know, depends on. How much it means to you, how like your branding, your merch, like you don't have too much merch, so so it's not going to be twenty grand, but it might be anywhere from five hundred to you know two thousand bucks. What if they said, "I'm comfortable with spending two hundred bucks"? Well, I say you just go ahead and do this stupid logo for two hundred bucks. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, you do it. I'm thinking portfolio wise. Depends, yeah, and it depends on the business. It depends on... If it on... really helps your portfolio, yes. Uh, if it doesn't, if you have 16 clients just like them mm -hmm. already, so, and you know they're going to mm -hmm. be trouble. So, listen, guys, I got her. Go ahead. <laughs> My next point... And you know they're going to be trouble, then you say, I have a friend who's new to the industry and has no clients like you, and he'll be happy to take care of that logo for you. Exactly. And that's when you outsource it. Boom! Remember earlier I said outsourcing, I'll come back to that. I'm back to it. So, <laughs> you're outsourcing stuff. 
don't feel bad about it, okay? Don't feel bad about outsourcing work. Because if that client says, I feel comfortable doing 200 bucks, you say, you know, that's way, way, way lower than market value. But you know what? I want to do it because I, uh, I haven't done anything in this industry. We'll do something cool, blah, blah, blah. Then you go to an outsource company, a, a third party. You know, you put in the description, you get it back. They get 200 bucks worth of an out, of a logo. You paid, what, 40 bucks, okay? Took you 30 minutes to explain to somebody what you want it done. They did it. You paid them, and they just paid their rent for the month, and okay, done deal. Client's happy. Should you still feel bad about it? No, because you've gone to a source where hopefully you have an outsourcer on deck, but if you don't, you know how to properly explain to an outsourcer how to do creative work right? Just like web development. If you know how to properly explain to a developer who doesn't speak your language how to do the work the right way, the way you want it done, is it worth less to the client? No. They're paying for the product. They're paying for the service. You're getting it done. Right? I might catch some heat for that, but dude, I have, I have libraries full of tutorial videos for outsourcers. You know? So if, if I have a, a repeated task, I can dig into the library and say, okay, I just need to send this new outsourcer this, and that's going to teach them how to do it. Done deal. It gets done right every time. Now, that took some time to build up, obviously, but do I feel bad about charging a client for a, a website build where I design it? Obviously, I design the website, and they say I love it, and then I outsource the build, and I send them my tutorial videos. And it's done the right way, so I know how to go in and change it. You know, according to my theme, I know how to change it very quickly. That's what the client pays for, that, uh, that, that knowledge. Mm -hmm. So don't ever feel bad with saying to somebody, pay me 200 bucks for the logo. And then you get a very, very detailed explanation of what the logo is supposed to look like, and then you ship it out, man. Right? It's worth it to them. Anyways, uh, some people look down on that, but I mean, it saves us time, saves us money, makes us money, you know? We can turn projects around real quickly. If you get good at outsourcing, you outsource, outsource your whole life, you know? I don't know, I'm thinking about paying an outsourcer to remember my wife's birthday and then just automatically buy her some flowers. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Oh man. Hey guys, look, we're in the new office. We're in a new studio. Look, I got a new I got a mic surround and I got a Yeti blue mic and I got a pipe uh pipe, a pipe, a pop filter and a mic stand and I plugged it in and the USB cord doesn't work. I think it's jacked up. So I got to send it to Yeti. So I'm still on my makeshift setup. But guys, I got the setup. I got it ready to go, man. I even got a little closet area that it like it's nestled in and hopefully quality improves i'm gonna get a mixer here soon so the lovely liz will have her own mic because uh, she's got a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> and um if you guys have any questions man um i'm sorry I, I, I ditched out on you last week a lot going on um hit me up on twitter at dominic underscore tmg uh, tango mango gango and uh we'll chat about everything man catch me on reddit I posted on Reddit and um yeah, uh 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next Wednesday with another one. Oh, and shout out to everybody in Houston and surrounding areas um, with all that crap, man. That's crazy. And I don't think any of us who are listening to this who aren't affected by that really know the brevity of that, but it's really gone to shit down there. So if you can donate, don't donate to any bullshit companies. Donate to, I think um, there's a football player, uh, Berea or uh, whatever his name is. He's got the real um, donation link. Um, Just look for it. Just look for NFL football player um, uh, Houston donation um, and use that one. Don't use the Red Cross. Don't use any of those other ones. I mean, Red Cross is cool, but you know, only a percentage goes to the people. So donate using his. And uh, yeah, um, and if you're local, go help. Um, that's a bad situation to be in. I mean, there's a lot of old people down there too who like, just can't get, you know, imagine being old down there. You know, and I've seen a lot of pictures of uh, <clears throat> of uh, animals getting trapped in shelters, and that really makes me mad. So, um, anyways, it's just a bad thing. But um, hopefully, light will come out of it. Um, sorry to end it on a weird, bad, sad note. I should have started with a sad note, but whatever, guys. Like hey, Texans down there. Yeah, Texans are down the Texans there. They're riding guys, around. Yeah, yeah, they got. Yeah, they're taking care of it. So, um, thank you guys for listening, man. If you liked it, listen to the next one. That'd be cool. And if not, that'd be cool too. Talk to you guys next time.